Welcome to the Glowing Gut Show. I'm your host, Chayla, nutritionist and gut health specialist. I'm here to help you and your gut build a better relationship with food so you can ditch the bloating and digestive issues for good. Each week on this podcast, I will bring you information and inspiration on all things health, mindset, and personal growth. So get ready to uplevel your health, ditch your symptoms, and glow from the inside out. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Glowing Gut Show. It has been a minute. I think my last episode was back in the summer of 2022. Life has gotten extremely busy, as I'm sure you can relate. The last half of the year, I was finished building our house, which we're luckily moved into. Uh, I got engaged, so I'm planning a wedding. And of course, my practice has just been very, very busy. So yeah, podcast unfortunately had to take a back burner, but I'm really, really excited to get it going again because I absolutely love making these episodes and I absolutely love the feedback that I get from these episodes. I have so many women reaching out to me and asking me questions about the episode and requesting certain topics. So I'm really excited to get back into it. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Okay, so let's get started. So this episode is all about sugar cravings. I get a lot of questions about sugar cravings, especially it being the new year. Everyone is on their new year's resolution health kick. It happens every year. Yes, if you've made health resolutions, you're not alone. But many people say that it's really hard to stick with their healthy resolutions because of their cravings, mainly sugar cravings. So Raise your hand if this is you, because trust me, we have all been there. When I was rebuilding my gut health, I struggled a lot with cravings, a lot with cravings, pretty extreme cravings. So I'm with you. I get it. So I really wanted to make this episode about sugar cravings, the do's and the don'ts of tackling those cravings, because trust me, there are great things that you can do for your body to help support and eliminate cravings. And there are things that you just plain want to avoid like the plague because they are just going to make the situation worse and we don't need that kind of negativity. So let's break these down. I'm going to start with the don'ts because I love ending in a positive. So let's start with the things that you do not want to do when tackling sugar cravings. So the first thing is you do not want to be hard on yourself for these cravings. I know that there is a lot of guilt involved in cravings when you're giving into your cravings, when you really, really, really want that chocolate and you try all day long, very hard to avoid it. And then of course, at the end of the day, you're like, I just need that chocolate. I just need it. And you eat it. And you're like, Oh, my willpower is terrible. You know, and this overwhelming guilt hits you. I want you to really just set that aside because let me tell you that your cravings are not based on willpower. You are having cravings for a reason. There is always a reason for the cravings and those cravings tie into your biology. So your, your cravings essentially are your body's signal of telling you there is something off. So it could be your gut. It could be your hormones. It could be emotional. It could be 
um, lacking of nutrients. It could be dehydration. There is always a reason for whatever you are craving. And the last thing I want you to do is to be hard on yourself for it. You know, it's not a lack of willpower. You are a strong person, but if you really need that piece of chocolate, there's a reason for it. So let's just shelve that guilt shelve those uncomfortable, guilty feelings and really have some compassion for yourself, some love for yourself because getting angry at yourself and getting angry at your body is not going to help the situation. Guilt and resentment and anger do not help. That's probably going to make you want to eat something more. So let's just shelve that and have some love and some self-care and some patience with yourself. We will figure out why you're having those cravings, but in the meantime, just give yourself a little bit of slack. Okay, so now that we've given ourselves a little bit of slack, the next thing that I do not want you to do is to skip meals. I often see clients do this. So either they've given into their cravings and they're like, oh my God, I've eaten these terrible things, too many calories, too much sugar. I'm just maybe gonna skip some some extra meals throughout the day to make up for it. Or you're thinking, you know, I wanna lose weight. Maybe I'm gonna skip some extra meals throughout the day so I can eliminate some extra calories. You do not wanna do this. And the reason for this is because your body needs fuel. When you do not get that extra fuel is when your body starts to crave high sugar, simple carbohydrate foods. Why? Because your body runs on glucose. Your body essentially runs on sugar, not processed sugar, but things that you eat in your diet turn into sugar in your body, which fuels your body and fuels your brain. When we do not get enough food, we, our body automatically wants us to reach for things that give us the quick glucose hit, the quick sugar so that we can flood our body with energy. So what do we reach for? We reach for sugar. We reach for simple carbohydrates, junky, snacky foods that give us that instant boost. When we do not eat consistent meals throughout the day, we are setting ourselves up for failure, which sucks because obviously we want to do the best thing we can for our body. But if you're skipping meals, you're really counteracting any of the good things that you're trying to put in place. Now, everyone's meals consistency will be different. We're all different. You know, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner thing, for the most part, works for most people, but not for everybody. You need to figure out what works best for you. Some people are good with three meals a day. Some people are good with four, with five. It really depends on your individual body makeup, but you just want to make sure that you are eating enough food, that you're eating balanced foods and that you're not skipping meals whatsoever. Because trust me, your body will ask for you to make up those calories in the end. And those calories in the end will end up being foods that are probably not that conducive with your health goals. So do us both a favor and don't skip those meals. Okay. And the third don't when it comes to sugar cravings is do not cut out fruit. I often see people being like, all right, I am completely cutting out sugar, all the sugar out the window. They go through their cupboards, they go through their fridges, and they throw out everything that possibly can contain sugar. And unfortunately, fruit goes with it. Because yes, fruit does have sugar, that is true. But, and there is a big but here, sugar in the fruit also comes with fiber. And as we know with fiber, fiber helps us stay fuller longer. Fiber also helps to blunt the spike of insulin. So when we're eating that sugar, 
our insulin, our blood sugar spikes. But when we have fiber, it actually helps to blunt that spike of insulin. So essentially, fruit is the perfect package to have sugar because it not only has sugar, glucose that our body needs, it has the fiber to help balance our blood sugar, but it also has nutrients. It has vitamins, it has minerals, it has antioxidants, polyphenols, all of these wonderful nutrients that our body needs in order to stay healthy and of course keep our gut healthy. But we need these things. So if you are on a sugar-free kick, please do not cut out fruit. We need fruit. Of course, with that being said, we always want to honor where our bodies are. And if you are someone that is very nervous about fruit sugars, I would just focus on the lower sugar fruit and maybe incorporate a little bit of the higher sugar fruit. So tropical fruits seem to be a lot higher in sugar. So things like pineapples and mangoes and bananas. And the things that are lower in sugar are things like your apples and your berries, like blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, boysenberries. Those are really, really wonderful. They're high in fiber. They're rich in polyphenols and nutrients, and they do have some sugar. So regardless of which fruits you choose, keep in mind that A, the more variety you have of plant foods, so fruits included, means a wider variety of healthy gut bacteria a wider variety of nutrients because every different fruit, vegetable, and food contains different ratios of different vitamins, minerals, polyphenols, antioxidants. So the more variety you have, the more biodiversity you're going to have in your gut and also for your overall health. So keep that in mind. But again, if you are someone that is very hesitant towards fruit sugars, I would just start very slowly. Start with one work your way up one a week, two a week, three a week, whatever you're more comfortable with and get to a place where you're eating enough of those healthy sugars. If you are someone that are currently looking to eliminate all sugars from your diet, then I would recommend just eliminating processed sugars. So anything packaged, uh, any processed sugars whatsoever, you can start to eliminate those either cold Turkey, if you are really brave <laughs> or just slowly reducing the amount, because trust me, they'll, there will be a kickback. You will still have those cravings in the meantime, because sugar lights up your dopamine. And when we get sugar taken away, our bodies are a little bit not so happy. So slowly start to reduce it. But fruit is really wonderful in that meantime, because it helps our body transition. So keep that fruit in and keep enjoying the beautiful sugar of nature. Okay, so let's jump to the positive and what we can do to reduce our sugar cravings. What are the do's of reducing sugar cravings? So the number one thing is figure out why the heck they're happening. I always am baffled when people try to reduce their sugar cravings, but they have no idea why they're having the cravings in the first place. I mean, it is kind of normal. I guess we go to the doctor and we give the symptoms to our doctor and our doctor's like, okay, here's a pill for that but they're never like, why is this happening in the first place? We're not used to figuring out the why, but the why is the key to eliminating our symptoms, not just sugar cravings. Every symptom of health issue we're having, there's a reason for it. So the why is very important. It is something that I always work on with every single one of my clients, because I know that once we find that why we can fix the underlying issue and they're not going to have the issue anymore. It seems like a very time effective process. So let's figure out the why. Why are you having those sugar cravings? Now cravings can be caused by a whole heck of a lot of things. 
So this is a really long list. So I'm just going to run through the most common things that I see. It's definitely not an all-inclusive list, so it can be quite extensive, but these are the most things that I see in practice. So the first thing is chronic dehydration. As Western culture, we are chronically dehydrated. About 80% of, uh, they did the study in the US, the US population. So being in Canada or being in most Western countries, we eat fairly similarly. 80% of the US population is chronically dehydrated, which is a huge amount. We are drinking fluids, but they're just not hydrating fluids. We drink a lot of coffee, we drink pop, which are sugary drinks, we drink fruit juices, we drink other things that do not count as water. And because of it, we are becoming chronically dehydrated, which comes with a whole host of symptoms, one of them being cravings. Another thing is, our dehydration signals in our body can also mimic hunger signals. So many times when we are hungry all the time, we are just dehydrated. This can often be deciphered when you eat quite regularly, if you've eaten a big meal and you are still hungry or you're still craving something afterwards, it can be you're just thirsty. So make sure that you are drinking enough water. And when I mean water, I mean water. I don't mean pop. I don't mean juice. I don't mean even caffeinated tea. I mean water. Maybe uncaffeinated tea, herbal teas might count, but I want you to focus on the water. Your body is 60% made of water. We use water in all of our body processes. We need it. So if you want to cut down your cravings, definitely drink more water. Another really common cause for cravings is gut imbalances. Of course, as a gut health specialist, I see a lot of this in my practice, and there can be a lot of different gut issues when it comes to cravings, but I would say the simplest way of explaining this is your gut bacteria really govern what you eat. Whatever your gut bacteria crave is what you want to eat. And we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria. Our good bacteria crave and are fed by fiber-rich foods fiber-rich nutrient foods, so those whole foods, so fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, grains. Whenever we eat those, we are feeding our healthy gut bacteria. When we feed our healthy gut bacteria, it means that those bacteria can multiply and they become the, the overing governing body of our gut. However, we also have unhealthy gut bacteria, which feed off of sugar and processed carbohydrates and junk food. So when we eat more of that, we are feeding those unhealthy bacteria. So if we're eating mostly unhealthy food, we're gonna have mostly unhealthy gut bacteria, which means those unhealthy gut bacteria are gonna say, I want more food, and you're gonna be eating more of those unhealthy foods because that's what you crave. Another thing can be candida. So candida is not a bacteria, but it's considered part of the unhealthy bacteria range. It's actually a fungus and it naturally lives in your gut in small amounts. However, if you're eating simple carbohydrate, high processed foods, high sugar foods, it feeds that candida and that candida colony can grow. It can even become systemic, which means you end up with candida in other areas of your body as well. So if you're eating too much sugar, that can candida can be a huge portion of your cravings. So you want to make sure that you're keeping that unhealthy gut bacteria in check, that candida in check, so that you are not having those unhealthy cravings. If you are having cravings, 100% regardless of the underlying cause, it probably is connected to your gut. So making sure that you are balancing your gut microbiome is going to be very, very key. Obviously, I, I'm a huge believer in that because not only was that my issue when I had gut issues, but I see clients every single day that have cravings that all stem from gut issues. So 
having cravings, focus on your gut health. Another huge thing that can cause sugar cravings is hormone imbalances. So the biggest things I see are insulin and blood sugar imbalances. So when we're eating simple carbohydrates and not enough fiber, our blood sugar is all over the place. If we start the day with sugary foods, so toast or cereal, um, and we're not having enough fiber in our breakfast, our blood sugar is going to spike and it's going to also drop very quickly, which means we're going to be hungry most of the day. And we're going to continue to crave those simple carbohydrate, sugar, rich foods. If you feel tired in the morning, you need a cup of coffee to get you going. And you are again, craving foods already by lunchtime, or you get that afternoon slump where you're just completely out of energy and you need something to pick you up. And you're just having those highs and those slumps all day long you're having some blood sugar dysregulation. Another thing is stress. So our cortisol levels, cortisol heavily not only impairs our cravings, but also our blood sugar. So if you are stressed or you're anxious um, throughout the day or chronically, that can really impair your cravings. So making sure that we're balancing our cortisol levels, working on stress management is going to be huge. Another really common cause of cravings that I see, especially for women, our emotions. So when we are feeling tired or stressed out or sad or frustrated or bored, we crave food. We reach for foods that are going to make us feel better. This isn't, again, something to to feel guilty about. It is biological. So whenever we eat these simple carbohydrate or sugar-laden foods, it lights up something in our brain called dopamine. It gives us a dopamine hit. And this dopamine is an instant gratification, feel-good hormone. So obviously, our body understands that when we eat these foods, we feel good. It makes us feel good. So we end up having, building these patterns and having a relationship with these foods because we know they're going to make us feel good. Other things that light up our dopamine centers are things like drugs, sex, and love. All those things are also addictive. So they say that sugar is just as addictive as drugs. And I believe it, it can even be harder because at least with drugs, for the most part, they're illegal. It's very hard to get a hold of them and not socially acceptable. Food, on the other hand, is socially acceptable. You can go to the corner store, a grocery store, anywhere, and you can buy sugar. You can buy food. So it's it's easily accessible, highly addictive, and really hard for us to regulate. So if you are someone that struggles with emotions, really looking at the root cause of those emotions is going to help you so much at reducing your cravings. I know that is easier said than done. And sometimes we can't always do that on our own. Sometimes we need help and, and admitting and understanding that we need help is hundred percent. Okay. It's just understanding the root cause of our emotions will help with the cravings. So if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling bored, figuring out what you can do to help those emotions will eliminate your cravings. I promise you that. So looking at emotions, incredibly important. Another really common cause of cravings I see, especially working with a lot of gut and digestive health clients, is nutritional deficiencies. And this happens either one of two ways. The first one is you are not able to digest, break down, and absorb 
your food. So either you're not chewing enough, you have low stomach acid, you don't have enough enzymes, you're having digestive issues, your microvilli in your and your small intestine are not able to grab the nutrients and absorb them through your gut wall, you're having leaky gut issues, you're having dysbiosis, so imbalances of gut bacteria, all those things can contribute to digestive issues, which then will prevent your body from absorbing nutrients. So you could be eating the best, healthiest food in the world, but if you're not digesting and absorbing it, it doesn't count because you're not taking in that nutrient. So many people that experience digestive or gut issues are having a breakdown in that absorption process or that digestion process, and that is preventing us from getting all the nutrients from our food, which long-term will create deficiencies. Another way is that we're just not eating enough nutrient-rich food. So you're not eating a variety of fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, beans, grains, healthy proteins, healthy fats, healthy complex carbohydrates, we're just not getting those nutrients in. So it means that we're, we don't have access to nutrients. So our body doesn't get the chance to absorb those nutrients, which creates deficiencies long-term. So we really need both those things in place. We need to be eating enough nutrient dense foods, and we need to have good digestion to digest and absorb those nutrient rich foods in order to prevent nutrient deficiencies. Okay. Let's take a pause and take a breather. Let's take a moment to look back of all the things that I just listed. Those are only the few things that are common in my practice for cravings. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by all of the things that could be causing your cravings. Instead, I want you to just go through them and possibly flag the ones that could relate to you, that could be causing those symptoms for you. And when you figure that out, I want you to take small steps to resolve them. It's not something you're going to resolve overnight, but it's something that if you work on every single day and take small steps, you can resolve these issues. With that being said, if you are someone that is very overwhelmed by figuring out why the cravings are happening, you're looking at all of these reasons, you're like, it could be all of them. I have no idea. And then you're really not sure how to implement change. Then I invite you to hire someone to get professional help so you can overcome those cravings because otherwise you're just going to be chasing your tail and it's going to be very frustrating. So either way, if you are able to do it by yourself or you need some support, just make sure that you're mapping out a plan and that you are implementing that plan very slowly. Figure out your why and then figure out how to overcome your why and take small steps to do that every single day. Okay. So my next do for overcoming cravings kind of plays into what I've mentioned in the last segment, which was we want to focus on getting enough nutrients in at every meal. We want to eat a balanced meal. We want to have healthy fats, healthy proteins, and healthy complex carbohydrates at every single meal. We want those things because those are going to help eliminate our cravings. If we're eating enough nutrients and we're eating a balanced meal, that is going to set our body up for success. It means that we're going to have enough nutrients that our body isn't going to feel deprived. Of course, like I mentioned, there are other reasons why you could be having cravings, but one of the biggest reasons is that we're just not eating enough healthy foods. We're not getting enough nutrients and our blood sugar, of course, is all over the place. So we want to best support our body with all of the nutrient rich foods that we can and eating a balanced diet. I know the word balanced is thrown around a lot, but balance is important. We need enough of each of our macronutrients. So our fats, proteins, and carbohydrates and our micronutrients our vitamins and minerals and phytopolyphenols and antioxidants in order for our body to run efficiently. So if we're eating those at every single meal, 
and we're making sure we're getting enough of those nutrients, then that will help eliminate cravings a lot. So making sure your plate is balanced and you're eating healthy at every meal is going to be a big key. So my last do when it comes to sugar cravings is to get enough rest, get enough sleep. Honestly, we could be having the best diet in the world. We could be hydrated. We could be moving our body. We can be doing all the good things for our health. But if we're not sleeping enough, none of those things will count. Just think about that for a moment. And that is the truth. If we aren't sleeping, we aren't giving our body the time to regenerate. When we sleep, our body regenerates. We regenerate cells. Our, we regenerate our brain. We regenerate every cell in our body. We need that rest and our sleep. If we don't get enough sleep, we do not have health. And that is just the plain truth of it. So when we are tired, when we are lacking energy, we have cravings. It's completely normal. Uh, We are craving things that are going to give us an energy boost. We're going to rely on caffeine. We're going to rely on sugar. We're going to rely on things that turn into sugar. So simple carbohydrates and simple carbs. So getting enough sleep is going to be vital. I would say most of my clients sleep on average about six to seven hours because either you are a working professional, you're a busy mom, whatever it might be, there are just not enough hours in the day. And I will tell you that women need eight to nine hours of sleep. We need more sleep than men do because our brains work overtime, as I'm sure you can relate. So we need more sleep. If you're going to do anything for your health, if you're going to walk away from this podcast and you're going to do anything from your health on this list, please get more sleep. Whether it's, you know, if you cannot get more sleep during the night, have a nap during the day, do things that are restful for your body, relax, maybe don't be as productive throughout the day. I know we are a very productive society and it's almost, we get a gold star if we work overtime or if we're doing, you know, way more than we possibly can handle, but that's really not the case. We want to reward rest. We want to reward relaxation and we want to reward sleep. Give yourself a break, cut yourself some slack, do something for your body that is restful and get some more shut eye because that will really, really help reduce your cravings, balance your body and improve your health. All right. That is it for our episode today. This was a long one, but it was a good one and a really important one because I get a lot of questions about cravings and I really hope that I answered as much as I possibly could about them. Of course, if you have more questions, I would love to hear from you. Pop over to my Instagram. I will put the link in the show notes and let me know what you thought about the episode. If you have questions, if you just want to chat more about your cravings, let me know. I would love to hear from you. I look at this as a community and I appreciate each every one of you for being here and being part of this. It's why I do these episodes because I love them. And I just want to help you overcome your symptoms and live life on your own terms. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And please let me know if you have any questions. Also, if you are currently working on your gut health, I have an amazing healthy digestive guide. You can pop over to my website, glowinggutthealth.com forward slash free guide and grab it there. It has some amazing digestive health tips as well as some delicious delicious gut-friendly recipes. I will also put the link in the show notes. Again, thank you so much, and I wish you a wonderful week ahead. Until next time.